The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, March 2nd, 2019, he was the vice president of sales for Altadis, but now in his new role, he doesn't want to sell me anything, so I thought we'd bring him on. Brad Winstead, from he's the head of consumer marketing for premium cigars at Altadis. He joins us here live. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Brad, a lot of years with Altadis, a lot of years in the cigar industry, nine years in the Cigar Authority. We've never had you on. So never. It's an honor, uh, it's, honor to be here. It's uh, it's quite exciting, actually, to be here with you guys. You know, it's it's a little first, chilly outside for a Florida boy well, now. Well, that's the thing. Well, you're so, not wearing any socks. I noticed that right away. You know, that, you know, that is, uh, that is my that? signature, right? Everybody has one. That's mine. And that's why you don't come to New Hampshire. Exactly. I, re- yeah. I recommend you pick a different go-to move. Yeah. I don't know if that one's all that popular with the ladies. <laughs> we'll see. It started snowing out, and we're going to see. We get a few inches before you leave. It'll be interesting. Uh, you walking good. out there with uh, expensive leather uh, Italian <laughs> shoes out in the snowstorm. It's not so much the shoes I'm worried about. It's when the snow goes over the edge and into the shoe. You've got be, nothing left. It's yeah. going to be quite fun, I can tell you. <laughs> First time in New Hampshire. Uh, no, first time, uh, no, I have actually some friends up here oh, all right. college with, you know, so I spent some time at Winnipesaukee. Oh, and, beautiful. Uh, love it. Up Not this time of year, but okay, good. I've actually driven on the ice for the lake. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah I've done the deal. Snowmobile board, the whole deal. Oh, all right. Good. Yeah, yeah. You're a man's man. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Here we go. All right. Uh, let's get to it. I want to light up a cigar, um, because you're here and this is, um, part of the cigar authority care package. Barry, what do we have? Yep, today's first cigar is the Monte Cristo Nicaragua series, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by A.J. Fernandez for Altatus USA. We're going to fire up the 6x54 Toro, and it is a Nicaraguan Puro. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back to $12.25, while a box of 20 is $2.45. All right, we got about 1,000 people smoking the cigar. Before you cut it and light it, I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to smell the body of the cigar. And this is the sweetest smell. What do we have for outside wrapper on this? Uh, Nicaraguan, yeah. Really? What a sweet, sweet smell that this has and how beautiful this outside wrapper is. That's one way to smell the cigar. The other way is to smell the foot of the cigar, the open end. And you'll notice a different aroma there. But I I think the the flavor here is going to come from this wrapper. Yeah, it's absolutely a beautiful cigar. Oh, AJ's done God. a phenomenal job for us. What a, what a look to it. I mean, the, the colors, everything ends up uh, looking beautiful and make, making it even more beautiful. Um, Nicaraguan series made in Dominican Republic. Nicaragua. <laughs> Nicaragua. 
It's it's Nicaraguan tobacco, but it's actually rolled in Nicaragua. Yeah, AJ Fernandez actually oh. makes the product for us. Okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so this is one of obviously many things that uh, we've come out with here in the last uh, two years. Actually, with with AJ as a, a lead partner with us. Okay, yet he's a partner with a lot of other people. I want to get in a little into that <clears throat> later on, but dun, right now dun, let's dun. give it a cut and light. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. All right, Mr. J, what are you tasting here on the cold draw? A little peppery component. Brad, are you one of those guys that tastes all these weird things or not at all? I'm not at all. All right. Yeah, you know. What are you tasting? I, I'm, you kind, smoke I'm, a cigar. I'm kind of more of a, hey, do you like it? You know? Yeah. You know, is it spicy? Is it this? Is it that? I don't, you know, I've never had much of chutney going through the palate, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's got a little spice to it on the little, uh, yeah. on the cold draw. A little cayenne pepper. You know, I always think it's going to be good when I start sneezing. You know, you smell yes. it and you start sneezing. I yeah. Think, okay, that's a winner. That's the wow. way you, that's, that's your litmus that's, test. That's for me. It's, it's I like so that. aromatic. The, the, the body of the cigar is so aromatic. You want to just hold off from lighting it and just keep sniffing it? It smells good. My I uncle it, does that with scotch tastes, sometimes. Yeah. It's like a half an hour if later. It tastes as like, good as it smells, boy. Wow. And we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Rocket. The Vertigo Rocket features three jets, a flip top, easy adjustment wheel, and the patented Vertigo big ass tank. All for $12.99. That's the Vertigo Rocket. How do they do it for that low of a price? It's volume. Mm. It's volume. Well, let me try that big ass, big ass fuel tank. Here we go. <laughs> oh, we didn't set you up with a lighter. I'm sorry. Oh man, always riveting radio when we light up our. Here cigar. we go. You know. All right. So AJ Fernandez. This is a guy that has his own brands, and uh, here you are in marketing now. Your role has changed. It has. Your marketing, your competition. You really well. You know, I don't see it as marketing the competition as I see it as us. Really partnering, you know, listen, our business, our industry, yeah, we're all together in this, right? Yeah. So look, if, when you look at the things that we want to do as a company, um, you know, we always evaluate portfolio and what we do and, you know, our Nicaraguan presence was pretty much non-existent, Yeah. you know, and our goal over the last uh, three years was really to look at it, evaluate it and say, Hey, you know, all these people are doing Nicaragua. We need to do it. And so we went out and we, we were really fortunate. Rafael Nadal has, has come on mm -hmm. board with product capability for Tobacalera uh, USA. And it's been a great asset as he's got relationships with Placencia and um, with AJ Fernandez and a, and a few others. And he said, hey, you know, let's go down here and let's do this. And we brought him aboard. So I think what it's done for us has been able to add a flavor profile to our portfolio that we probably wouldn't be able to achieve, you know. And yes, like you said before, we could take all this tobacco, we could buy it. And we could roll it in Dominican Republic, but is it really Nicaraguan? Is it really what the consumer well, that's is it. really seeing? Because right? there, there's other companies out there that have Nicaraguan on their cigar, and it's in the Dominican Republic. And here is a Nicaraguan cigar. Whoa, made in Nicaragua. You know, it seemed like a yeah. joke, but it's uh, there's more of that than the other way around. 100%. Yeah. So it's it's really been good for us. It's, you know, like I said, it's just changing the flavor profile of some of these really uh, historic brands for us. I mean, Monte Cristo, it's oh. always been, you know, Dominican Republic, you know, we've always had a nice, you know, kind of a mild creamy portfolio. And, you know, we, we kind of elevated that when we introduced white, you know, going to an Ecuadorian Havana, sure. you know, that, that Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper gave it the spice, a little Nicaraguan in it. 
it, but still, an overall, a, a mild cigar with a, with a lot of flavor, you know, some richness to it and not put no strength. And this is for us to really go to the Monte Cristo smoker and say, hey, you like Nicaragua. We have an option for you. I think it's a little bit different than most. You know, it's not crazy in, in the full factor. You know, I think this is a really nice, complex cigar. Uh, it's really well-rounded and balanced, and I think it gives a real representation of, of what Nicaragua is and also what Monte Cristo is as well as a brand. Was it last year or the year before we were at TAA and we went to your factory there and smoked four different Monte Cristos? Was that yes, last year? that was last year. That was the most unbelievable experience, and here it is, a little card. It's as simple as I want to know if this one's which one's Dominican, Nicaraguan, um, Cuban – uh, yep. and also paired with coffee, the same thing. And I'm sure everybody that was there, including big names in the cigar industry, manufacturers and makers of cigars, we got this, there's no problem. I thought it was no, well, I failed, uh, never thought I would. Um, but in choosing which one was the best cigar, this was the one I ended up choosing. I said, this one is the best cigar. Whatever this is, uh, got it wrong, but this was <laughs> this was the best one. Very interesting thing of um, peering up that way. All Monte Cristos and having the people from each country there, all the master blenders. Of, yeah. I mean, it was a, a remarkable thing. Yeah. Oscar, I think, uh, Oscar came over and joined us from Habanos, which is quite yes. fun. We're actually going to do that again this year at TAA. That was great. We're changing up the lineup of product, uh, you know, to kind of see what we're playing with and maybe line up the, bl uh, the brand a little differently. But, yeah, he's going to be back in, and I think uh, you guys will be really impressed. For the TA members that get to come, we'll be very impressed by the cigars. Of, of everything, and, I, you know, they, they always bring great speakers in, a lot of great things that happen. Hands down, the best experience I had at the TAA was that. I'm so glad I went to it uh, and, w and was part of it. I sat right in the front row, and I said, okay, That's I got this. That's a Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was unbelievable. It was, it was uh, so well done, and uh, I don't think – uh, what other people thought. There were cigar tobacco growers and cigar makers from other companies there because everybody's together, right? And they invite everybody. If anybody wants to come, come, including big competition. Yeah, that please. Was there and uh, blown away. It's, uh, it's really going to be interesting this year for us. Uh, you know, Tobacco Lara Garcia, we're celebrating 50 years. That, that facility is 50 oh, wow. years old this year. I mean, when you look at that, you look back, we were just kind of looking at some black and whites and some of the old footage uh, from back in the day, you know, and you're going, how can we put a video together? And we're doing all those things. And it's incredible when you think about, one, how many cigars. I mean, it, it is one of the, if not the largest premium cigar maker in the world. Yeah. You know, coming out of there, you know, uh, over 3,000 employees on a daily basis, rolling cigars. And, and when you look at our Grupo de Maestros and you look at our kind of our master blenders there, when you think about the experience they have, 200 years of yeah. tobacco experience when you combine it all up, it's just, it's crazy the amount of knowledge that they have. It, it's so fun. What caught my eye the most there was organization. It was so well organized and what went where to save a step, to save a, a second or two in between here, which is actually missing in everybody else whoever you brought in or, or over time it was tweaked and tweaked and tweaked but seconds when, you, when you're talking millions of cigars seconds in between add up to millions of Certainly. seconds in between oh, yeah. and that was really unbelievable of here's the answer of how to do it yeah efficiency's key yeah i mean it really is you know you we're, and we're, expo we're exploring new things we're actually getting ready to um you know we want to kind of create an experience 
for a consumer experience and also a retail experience uh, to come down and see us. And so we're looking um, at putting another area of our facility to kind of uh, bring in a select group of, of rollers and such. So when you go through the whole, you're not walking through corridor and corridor, yeah. and, corridor and bring that experience all in one area. Uh, so we're breaking ground with that uh, in the next two months. And so I would say by probably TAA 2021, uh, we'll be able to share that with you guys and, and hopefully retailers okay. and consumers before. So you're on the other side of the island away from where the majority yeah. of everybody is, which is a, another thing. If, you, if you're listening to the show and you say, I want to go on vacation to the Dominican, it's not usually where I go. This mm. is where to go if you want to go on vacation and then see an unbelievable cigar factory at the same time. It is. We're very fortunate to have Casa de Campo right beside us. Yes. It's not a bad time, you know? No. Nobody God. ever says in the office, hey, uh, do you want to go to the Dominican? Do you want to go to the factory? Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to the other side. It's, exactly. It's a different world. Um, so you've been with Altatus 13 years. Yeah. July will be my 14th. It's absolutely insane. So even before Altatus. As, as, um, yeah, so I, I came aboard uh, under the Altatus umbrella. And, oh, okay. And, and when we were in the Altatus umbrella, at that time, you know, we, we were uh, doing a lot of mass market and premium, the, the, the two divisions of the company. Okay. And so about, uh, what was it seven years ago, I guess, uh, you know, Imperial came in and, and we, you know, uh, had the Commonwealth merger and all of this. And, and now, of course, it's become what it is, which is uh, a parent company that we have here, Tobacco USA. Um, and Altata sits within that parent that parent company, and ITG Brands is now the mass, you know, yeah. material driven up in Greensboro. So yeah, I was I was there back uh, in the days of it, and seen a lot of change. It's it's been absolutely uh, it's been a lot of fun to be honest. And started as a sales rep. Started as a sales rep. Yeah, I uh, I used to beat beat the pavement, carry the bag. Uh, really enjoyed it in North Carolina. Uh, yeah. You know, I got my start, who I owe a lot to, is Craig Cass, who in Tinderbox down in uh, North Carolina and in Charlotte. Who, who you worked at for Tinderbox. I did. After college, I, yeah. I went and worked for him. I was there for, for four and a half years. And, you know, it truly... Uh, so you're a real cigar smoker. Uh, yeah. I'm not just like this legit. fake guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Real I'm cigar smoker, retailer, rep, all the way to the head of the thing. I mean, he's done yeah. it all. There's so many really people have. in the industry that they smoke a cigar when they're at an account, but they're not cigar smokers. You're a real cigar smoker. And now you've moved your way up, and and you're heading up the marketing stuff, right? The consumer marketing yeah. for the biggest so you, company. In you the world. understand it all the way down to being being a consumer, which is different than you know you get some muckety muck with some college degree, and he gets in there and his degree's in marketing, and he's never smoked a cigar before or had one at a wedding. It's a different <laughs> it's a different animal. It is a different animal, you know. You and what's what's really been fortunate for me is you know the last four years of my of my career I spent as the VP of sales, so. Really understanding the whole the whole strategy about what we're going to do on the sales side is totally different. You know, at the end of the day, top line and a bottom line, sure. you work the numbers, you get the percentages that you need, and, and you do it. And nobody can take that away, right? The success, the numbers will always be there. When you when you go into this side and you start looking at marketing and you, and you really start seeing who we are as a company and what we want to be as a company. You know, I think everybody says, oh, you know, largest cigar, largest cigar maker in the world, biggest cigar company in the world. And you look at that and it's, it sounds great, but you also have to start learning. Uh, you want to humanize some of that a little bit. You know, today's consumer is so different. And when you go into a store, we were, um, I have our H. Upman brand manager uh, with us and traveling this week. And it is incredible when you walk into stores and, and see the consumer and you ask questions. Why, why are you smoking this? Why do you, why do you like yeah. it? Why are you doing this? You know, And you should always keep asking the questions. You should never think because you've got this great office that you can sit in it 
create the best things and then it's actually going to work. The consumer needs to drive what you're going to be doing. You know, you, you should have a vision for the brand and what you want to do. And, and I've just been very fortunate to uh, come into a position where I've got a nice uh, group of brand managers uh, and actually in the process of adding two or three more people to that staff, which is really exciting for me uh, to kind of bring in people and, you know, say, hey, you know, this is what do you see for H. Upman? What do you want it to be? You know, and where do you want to carry it? Uh, and I think that's so. Exciting. You're not just going back in history and say, "Let me tell you about H. Upman. Here's the story of him, and blah blah blah. And this is what H. Upman is. What do you, what as a as a younger person? What do you see? Exactly. What do you, what do you, what's your vision for yeah. this brand and what you see? Yeah, we want to share the history. I mean, this year is exciting for us. I mean, it's 175 years old. H. Upman. Wow. I mean, that's incredible yeah. when you think about that in this in this business. You sh- you get the brands, in any man. business. You definitely get the brands. The company has the brands yeah. of this history of these brands. Unfortunately, you don't have the people because you, Mr. Upman is long gone. <laughs> unfortunately, like, but that's been always yeah. been the thing, right? You don't you don't have Monte Cristo walking around, no. you know. And so, what you really have to do is try to tell the story. The day's consumer, it, they're just they're incredible because they're just sponges of knowledge, right? They, the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge that they have. So you want to you want to be truthful in everything you tell. You don't want, it can't just be well, a pretty it's not, box. It's not like back in the day when the story could change and you could evolve the story as you went from account to account and there was no accountability. Now we have this thing called the intranets. Mm, yeah. Once it's in print, that's it. It is there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's a wonderful history and nothing has to be elaborated right. on it because for something to, you know, be around for 175 years and continue to to be a big deal, um there's a reason behind it, and maybe that's part of the thing is, here's the history part of, or, and this is the new. Yeah, this is the new interpretation of that, yes. right? And especially, and just like Monte Cristo, you know, we continue to, to start looking at that brand and what, what can we do with it, you know? Um, obviously, we're always going to have our core positionings, you know, this, this white and platinum and, and, yeah. and all that. That's going to be our core positionings. But what can you do with other subsets of that brand? You know, we have Monty by Monte Cristo. Yeah. How, how can we make that more playful? How can we really yeah. elevate that? And then you look at, you go and we've got, you know, our partnership with, with Placentia in a, with Espada. We've really changed an entire consumer set. You know, nobody says, you walk into a store, oh, I love Monte Cristo Espada. They love Espada. It's yeah. Espada, Espada. So we've developed a subcult of that brand and what we're doing. And I'll share with you guys later. We're going to expand that a little bit coming up, you know, and at the he show. He is going to try to sell yes, you. I, I told am you. going to try to do that. Yeah. He owes me you know? $5. <laughs> He's not in sales anymore. We can have him in. No. <laughs> but yeah, so you keep doing all of these brands that way. We've got. Um, some exciting stuff for Romeo. Uh, I'm really, really happy for what Romeo looks like in the coming uh, years as we're going to play with that brand a lot and, and we're going to keep what makes it real, but, you know, kind of play with the emotional side of that brand. So as part of it, you look at the younger audience, younger people are getting in there and, and they don't want to smoke Romeo or H. Upman because that's what their grandfather smoked type of thing. So now... You, you do see that a lot, you know, and, and it's like, wow, the brand, but everybody knows the brand. It, it's amazing. Um, you can be on an airplane and you start striking up a conversation. What do you do? And all oh, Mr. Garbus. And some of the reactions are kind of interesting, and some are just kind of oh, yeah. It's about Romeo and Julieta. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's, Even that's non cigar smokers. Yeah, but they you know, know that they know the brand. Sure. So that that's that's really important for us. So are you going to be part of the design team of how it looks now? And yeah, it, yeah. It's that is actually what uh, most excites me for yeah. my job. It's funny. I, I think that Candela uh, obviously is here with us. She probably thinks I'm crazy as I, I'm like this. I flip the page over. I, 
I take a pen, I'm drawing these boxes and I'm doing all these things and I'm scribbling. And when I give it back, it looks basically like my three-year-old has just done a picture. And then but I'm like, I swear. Something. I was like, I swear it's a brand. I really am yeah. serious. But so you, that's been fun. I want to know how you were able to find somebody so pretty that also smokes cigars. <laughs> You know, we're, we were... We had to uh, go to Spain. Well, we had to go to Spain. <laughs> we had to go all the way to Havanos and steal her. So uh, we're grateful to have her. Yeah, so she she comes from the Cuban side. She comes from the Cuban side of the business. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of expatriates working for us. That's what's great about having a big multinational company. You know, you really get to bring in different flavors of the world, uh, which, which is great, and different viewpoints. I mean, totally different strategy there than here. You know, this is... The U.S. is still the largest market in the world for right. premium cigars, you right. know, and it's and I don't see that stopping. You know, that's not going to change. Are you going to be one of the guys that pretends like he's going into the factory and doing the blending and the pictures with the smelling of the tobacco? With a hat. Or, the, or are you going to stay true to yourself and the pictures are all going to be you in your office drawing little scribbles on the back of the paper? <laughs> I will probably be the guy drawing little scribbles. You will not see probably bells of tobacco in my nose. Uh, I'm not that good at that. That's, you know, everybody's got a strength and a weakness, right? You got maestros that do that. Hey, you know? I know what I like. Yeah. And, you know, I love to be able to talk about what's in it and those kind of things. But at the end of the day, do you like the cigar? Yes, absolutely love it. But do I do I get in and, you know, do I need to be in there interrupting somebody else? You know, for us, we've we've been able to have our maestros in there. And I think, too, you know, like I said before, Rafael Nadal has been a, a nice addition to oh our team. My. Um, you know, because coming from a boutique, a small a, a ball, small yeah. boutique mindset, right, and changing that and – and and again, working with these guys. I mean, AJ is is growing. Yes, making cigars. But how about the tobacco that he sure. and, and Placencia sure. are growing? Yeah. Right. You know. And what's amazing Best is ever. it's it's crazy. Yeah. He can he can take bales and bales and polones and polones and polones of tobacco and just say, you know what, this is gonna sit there. It's just gonna sit there. And three years later, two years later, what he's coming back, and now it's something completely different, right? The flavor profile has changed. Things are different. And, and we can change the complexities. Do you just smoke things that are under your umbrella, or do you smoke everything? And not just to see what's in the market, but do you enjoy other cigars besides what you, you guys sell? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm, uh, I do. I have some favorites. I mean, obviously, I'm a, a, a real fan of George Padron. I do. I mean, I, I do like the product. Yeah. You know? um, I like the person more. You know, I think that he has, uh, it's just a great story for me and, and to, got to, to get to know him from my, I mean, my little days, I used to drive him around when he came to town to see the stores, you know, and we joke about that now when we get wow. together and see each other, but great product, you know, I think. Um, More importantly, he's an awesome, although reluctant, an awesome storyteller. He can really bring you through a story, especially if he's telling something about his, his family, his father. He doesn't always seem like he wants to do it, but once you can start getting it out of it, man, you're enamored. Yeah, you know, and, and also you guys know Mike Condor at, at sure. Crown Heads, you know, and his vast generation. Mike has, you know, really been a, a great you know, mentor, you could say that as well to me. You know, we, we have lunch occasionally when he's in, uh, in Florida and, and just get to talk shop. You know, we sit, on the, we sit on the IPCPR board together. And so to be able to talk shop and do yeah. that. And, you know, you always just love having conversations with people. And, you know, you leave the conversation and it's uh, – that one's over. On to the next. You know, it's no, you know, I don't have to worry about anything and what we're talking about. And it's just, it's amazing to have that type of relationship with people. And, and you know, we did a project with them, our, our Sweat yeah. Out of Musica. You know, uh, that was, you know, John Huber's brain went to work and, and crafted this amazing story. And we were able to take a brand such as Monte Cristo and then bring in, 
EPC as you know. Yeah. So talk about a hodgepodge of, of people helping something great, you know, but we made I, it. I just find it so strange when it when it does happen and my conspiracy button goes on at that <laughs> point that I say, Oh my God, they're doing something with crown heads. Obviously an acquisition because why would they put attention? Because you are certainly giving them the attention. They don't have the attention that Altadis does, and all of a sudden the attention goes to them. As I say for AJ, as well known as he is, he's not Altadis, and here you are marketing for these people. And I go, no, there's got to be something in the background going on Some here. Sort of end but game. you just do it out one after the other after the other. So I go, all right, I, I, I got that wrong. You guys are buying the entire garden. The entire industry. <laughs> industry. It, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. We're going to suck it up like a vacuum. No, no I, I see that. I scratch my head, and I, I don't understand it. But um, – they're friends, and you yeah. you, you like what they do, so you say make something for us. Let's let's have fun, you know. It, it's you know you can tell different stories, right? And and I think when you look at people like and John Huber's a great example. He's a great storyteller. His his brain works totally different than mine. And and when you get somebody in there that can do that, you're just where they can imagine things and where they can take stuff. It's incredible, right? And yeah. and as much talented people as we have in our in our deal as well. When you get it together, you can really make some great things happen. But, you know, for us, it's all about, you know, this industry, you know, is this industry is this big. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's not like it's some, you know, expansive, expansive industry. We, we are a very tight, close family, I believe. You know, do we always agree? 100% not. But that's okay. We're all we're all in this together uh, yeah. to win, right? Well, I, I sat on the board of directors of IPCPR with you before. You're still on there, uh, which means you care because it's certainly a thankless, uh, no pay position <laughs> and a uh, lot of work. Um, and also on on TAA. Yeah, yeah, I'm on both. It's uh, it's interesting when you see the two. Obviously, you know, I, we always joke at TAA and say it's the fun board. Yeah, you know, because you you do get to really get to know them because it's such a small niche group of retailers and, and then also the board. Yeah. And then obviously when you go to the IPCBR side, you, you're really, you know, this is your, this is what's representing your trade. This is yeah. your trade organization here. And so you're in DC, you're walking halls. Um, and again, you know, the, the thing is to, to the messaging of that and staying on message of, of, it's about premium, you know, talk about premium as much as you can and, and get the, the, the message out there. And, and are you wearing two hats? Are you having anything to do with the, the, the um, mass market side of it? Nothing. 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 No, okay. we, we solely, uh, Altatus USA uh, solely is a premium, uh, premium facility today. Uh, our sister, our sister company, uh, Imperial Brands up in Greensboro. Uh, they do all the mass and everything uh, yeah, through so them. You're just operating out of Fort Lauderdale. So yeah, we do. Yeah. Virtually in competition with yourself. Uh, because <laughs> yes, sometimes. Well, you're sitting on the IPCPR board, so your your goal there is the premium side. Yes. And, But, but yeah, your the, sister company is obviously the yes, other side. That's yeah, just interesting. It, it is. You know, you, you do have to – you know, you, you navigate the best you can. And, you know, at the end of the day, you, you let smarter people – than a, than, a, than a head of consumer marketing handle those details. You know, you've got, you've got great legal minds. Listen, uh, our, our CEO of our, of our holding company, Tobacco USA, Javier Estadas. Yeah. Hey, listen, hats off the guy. He, he's been here. He's been with us for seven years. He's done some, uh, some great things for our company, you know, setting up this holding company and really channeling who we are as different businesses. And, you know, he's chairman of CAA. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and I think that those guys, having people like that, you know, smart people in the industry and in the business, uh, working together, you know, it's it's really, like I said in the day, it's we're all one team, yeah. you know. Um, Rising tides, But right? you do have to navigate, right? Yeah. But that's what we've got. That's why we've got amazing, you know, amazing attorneys, amazing people to, to navigate all that stuff. And, and we have, 
you know, our FDA folks. And, and that's where I think, um, you know, being a part of a big, you know, multinational tobacco company like Imperial, they've been through this. You know, they've, they've dealt with the cigarette business, they've dealt with it. They've, they've navigated some of these waters. And so for us, you think, well, man, you get a little bit of ease going on. You, you're never like breathing easy, but mm. you're like, okay, yeah, they got this. They can, yeah. they can handle this. Now I just need to go create a concept, do what we do and, and put something in there that the consumer can, can love and fall in love with, you know? All right. I want to get into uh, some of the things you have coming up, but first I want to uh, tell you what I'm tasting, which is not just uh, tobacco in the cigar, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, which has a little chocolate component to that coffee. And it's not it's espresso. Interesting you say that. It's Dunkin' Donuts, black coffee. I'm thinking, and you guys did a you guys did an interesting snack authority today. Maybe this is why it's on my mind. Ah, but mm-hmm. if you if you were to saw in half a peanut M M&M and M and pop the peanut out, yeah, and then just dust a little smoked paprika and cayenne pepper on top of that, and you ate a little it. bit of zing to there's this. There's a little zing in there. There's a little pepper and spice, a little smoky component. It's very good. Are you? Who, who are you and what have you done with Ed Sullivan? You know, it's my birthday. You're not supposed to make him feel good. Oh, yeah. You need to make me feel good. <laughs> well, oh, Barry, are you here? Oh, yeah. it's been 20 years. I'm not at the kiddie table in the other room. <laughs> yeah. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> did, well, Jonathan, did you try the jalapeno M&M? Uh, did, is that the one you gave me earlier in the week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's that a was, little bit of that going that on That was quite here. nice. Quite nice. Got a little coffee. You got some coffee in here. There's too? definitely a little some bit. coffee going. I got a little bit of birch. It's definitely uh, birch. I enjoyable. like that. Birch. When's the I last like time that. you licked a tree? Yeah, when, <laughs> when do you chew on birch? Birch beer. Like birch beer. There oh, you go. Beer. There we go. Birch beer. And you get none of this. You just know. You like it? Yeah. No, I really, yeah, yeah. Actually, this is one of my. <laughs> it is one of uh, a lot of things that we're doing here. Like, I love this cigar. It's not overly strong. It's for me. It's just. It's just a nice, complex. Are you saying you've never product. tasted smoked paprika? Uh, you know, I've. I've not in a cigar, I have to be honest with you. He did a good job. I mean, this is well-aged tobacco. It's burning perfect. Beautiful. But I also respect people that can taste birch as well. So, Barry, I'm very... Don't feed yeah, into him. That's, don't that's feed into him. I'm a used car sales person. I like that. All right. You're going to stick around, right? We're going to sure, go to break. Yeah, why not? Let's around? do it. All right. When we come back, uh, what has Altadas have planned in the future? Uh, more retail, more online, more acquisitions. We'll talk about those. Uh, and tough we'll questions coming. Tough questions when we return. We're live in the section. Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. 
handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect.
Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Hi, Rafael. I know you're listening live. We're back. We're smoking the Monte Cristo Nicaraguan with Brad Weinstead, and he's the head of consumer marketing for Premium Cigars at Altadas. Welcome back, everybody. We're I got a bone to pick with Rafael, in fact. Yeah. Oh. He's sitting right now on a beach. Yeah. He's snowing his, here. Snowing. He's got his legs crossed. He's smoking a cigar, and he's drinking rum. It's kind of a day. That's every hey, day for we, him. We got like two out of the three. <laughs> We got the cigar on the rum. Um, we, we got the, the, rum. We got the rum wonder going. next to us. You know, Didn't exactly. even bring warm weather with him. <laughs> Barry started with the alcohol right away. We're going to wait till the top of the hour. Oh, but my God. I was jonesing. Yeah. He needed it. But Brad was nice enough to give me a bottle of Florida Kanye 12 for my birthday. Wow. It's four o'clock somewhere. So Yeah. Why does that have to be four o'clock? But that's yeah, well, floor. 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 Floor o'clock. Floor o'clock. Oh, floor o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Man, the new tagline. Wow. Barry has come alive. And and why is this good, Barry? Why is it bad? No, but I mean, is this a go-to? For me, I drink 99% Florida Kanye. Yeah. I, I usually drink the 7 because it's less expensive. Mm-hmm. And the 12 is I got more. a family, and uh, yeah. but the 12 <laughs> is better. It's smoother. Doesn't okay. have no, it doesn't have the bite that the 7 has. It's, I think so, too. It's okay. I like it. Yeah, it's smooth. For people listening on the podcast, Dave, no, Dave no. and I went out drinking last no, night. No, drinking. <laughs> he had, for the first time, in that, and I've, I've hung out with him for five hours at a time at an event, and he gets a vodka soda and milks it for five hours. There's half of a drink left at the end of the night. This was the first time I've seen him have a second drink. He was shattered. Dave's had three or four on the show before. <laughs> That's right. I wanted, I want, I'm looking to, to take up drinking, and... It's, this is no joke not, either. It, it, this is it, no joke. This is off the air conversation. He says to me seriously. I don't yesterday, like anything though. I'm looking to take up drinking. We're getting ready to start March Madness, and he goes, "No, seriously, I'm looking to start drinking. What I'm I- starting tonight. We're going out to Sadie's down the street. I know your brother's playing, and I'm going to start drinking tonight. What should I drink?" So he says scotch, but I don't know. It's good. Start with a mixture. I started with something a little too manly for him. His delicate palate couldn't handle it, and he went to Southern Comfort. So, <laughs> you, you didn't make him do your signature drink, the hot and dirty that your grandfather. Uh, used I don't to like drink. that. My grandfather yeah. was a Scotch I've tried, guy. I've tried okay. everything over the years, and I'm. What's just, a hot and dirty? I have to. I have hot to throw and dirty in is uh, it's a 
vodka martini with typically you would have olive brine in it. So you have a little bit of olive brine, but then you use jalapeno brine. Oh. So it has an additional kick to uh, it. Uh, nice. And that salty, briny thing. You retain a lot of water drinking those, though. Right. They're dangerous. <laughs> right, let's Gain get back. 10 pounds. Let's get back to cigars. And, uh, <laughs> um, so Altadas does it all. They, gr- they uh, grow tobacco. They make cigars. They sell them directly online and in stores. You guys do it all from seed to the end consumer. You're in charge of consumer um, now, what do we have? Consumer marketing. Yes. Are you marketing for the Casa Monte Cristos? Are you m- the brand itself? Everything. We are solely uh, marketing our brands. So, as I said before, our, we have now, and you talk about the internet and then Casa. So, we have three uh, different companies under a parent umbrella company. So, we have our, obviously, jrcigars.com yeah. is, is a subset. Casa de Monte Cristo uh, Inc. Is, is our retail is is Tobacco retail arm, and then Otadas USA is the brand driver. So we obviously know we kind of know what everybody's doing. You know, right. we, we kind of work. You're in everybody's that. biggest customer. Yeah, also. You, know, <laughs> you know they are a customer. It's funny because you know on Otadas side, Casa de Monte Cristo is our customer. Yeah, but however they, may, right. you know, so it's it's really an interesting uh, dynamic. They carry our name, they carry our brand. You know, when it comes, uh, but they have to buy from your. They have to buy from us. Really, so, okay, same uh, deal. They yeah, and, they, and they negotiate just like with you, you buying. You yeah, know? they try to beat us up a little bit. Really? Yeah, we're not having that though. They got plenty of money. They're good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is is it the feeling of taking it out of one pocket and putting it in the other? It's well, it's all going you know, to the same place, or you know, you're talking the, shareholders and all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you right? know, at the end of the day, you know. It's it, obviously it's going to filter all back upwards, right? Yeah, and, and that's what's been great. Uh, you know, having Javier. This was Javier Estadas' vision. You know, was wow. was Tobacco Lair USA, and I think he's he's done a great job in pioneering that. But and he's under ten years now, right? He is. He's just, he's under ten years. He's been here. I think this is eight. Uh, seems now. forever for him. It it does. Yeah. It seems forever for us when we start yeah. thinking about it because we start. We I remember the day my first time I ever met him. You know, and now it's like well, so many changes and good changes. Yeah. You know, he. He was able to bring Rob Norris uh, back to run Altadas USA, and I mean, I don't know if you've, you know, you've met Rob sure. out and about, and it just uh, his Rob's uh, way of thinking. You know, he he's such a level-headed individual, and you know, he he's seen the JR piece of the business. He ran that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he actually was you know head of sales and marketing director at Altadas prior to going over there, and now to come back uh, to this and really make some changes. You know, I, I have. I personally owe a lot of a lot of gratitude to to both Javier and Rob for you know believing in me you know taking me off the street and then throwing me in all these roles, and it's it's uh, it's good to have good solid people around you for sure. Your your company is considered vertically integrated, right? Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. you guys do everything, mm-hmm. and and we kind of touched on it earlier. Why is there a need to go to other factories to have them do stuff? If you have, why not just buy a factory and do it in the, in Nicaragua? You know, it, it's it's so in we you know it's funny we ask that question too. Okay, <laughs> you know we'll be in in leadership meetings going, God, we should buy this person. We should buy this person. We should do that. And you know, uh, imagine oh, having that conversation. That's on the table. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna consider buying <laughs> this no, company right. Good, because the alternative. It seems like it's marketing and promoting the com- the competition. It doesn't make sense, to right? Me. You have there's a possibility of driving the market share to crown heads. You know, you do the 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 project with them does somebody smoke it and go this was good i'm gonna go try some crown head stuff well i think crown heads would be a safe one because it's not like they can make that many cigars you know they're not 
Is it, is they sell there, out. They sell isn't out. Isn't there a risk, a, a, a double risk of turning somebody onto another company that you're working with? And in the case of AJ Fernandez, who's making so many cigars, yep. isn't there a risk of quality issues? Because to a degree, he's stretched kind of thin. I mean, he's making cigars for everybody. Yeah, he is. He, you know, I, th- I think AJ is has got a lot of of good focus down. He's got good people, right? He's got good people managing. Hey, what Altadas is doing, we've got X guy. Okay, we're we're focused on him. Freddie's helping us. Freddie's focused here. He's doing what we're trying to to accomplish. There's a lot of planning. You know, you 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 need to be on your forecasting game when it comes to a brand. And I think that's what's made it work for us is to be able to say, okay, over the next 12 months, here's what we're here's what we're going to expect. And you know, and we're we've we've been doing this a while, right? So we're pretty good. We can tell you, hey, we're going to launch a brand next month. We can give you pretty much the percentage we know we're going to need for the first 60 days. And we're pretty, you know, three or 4% over under. We're pretty on it. And I think that's one of the greatest advantages we have is being able to take the knowledge that we have to an AJ Fernandez, to a Placentia and say, hey, we can tell you. We can give you 12 months worth of production. Now, obviously, you get six months into that and you can tell where the brand's going to go. I mean, this H. Upman by AJ Fernandez is absolutely a rocket. I mean, it is, it is, an, it is so incredible to see uh, not only the consumer enjoy that, but retailers coming up to us and saying, this was the greatest thing you've, you've done to, for this brand. This brand needed a twist, and you did it. You disrupted what yeah. this brand was. All right. So uh, without telling me who, has there ever been somebody your company went to and says, we want to do a collaboration cigar, and you make this for us, and they said, no, I'm not going to do it? We haven't had a no yet. We haven't I had can't, a no I yet. can't imagine anybody saying no yeah. because it's like, oh, my God, imagine five guys, hamburgers, McDonald's goes to them and says, we want to do a French fry and promote the five guys French fry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> imagine what I'm going to get out of this of every McDonald's selling five guys French fries or something like that. Of course, they're going to say, yeah, I and mean, that's how I look at it. And, but I just can't imagine McDonald's ever doing that. And that's why I can't imagine when you do it, I scratch my head and say, what's, well, in, what's in it for you? You know, you were trying to find – the greatest thing about the cigar is you're trying to find out the personality of the cigar, right? That's, that's what you want. What, what is the personality of the brand? Add that and, to our notes, Barry, because I would like to add that <laughs> as far that. as uh, when we're smoking a cigar. What is the personality, what's the personality of this of cigar? cigar? What's the brand? What's uh, it mean, right? And if you know that within your your flavor your flavor confines and what you've been trying to do – and and really trying to get the hit the mark for what for what you want the brand to be. Sometimes you you say, you know what, I really I got to have some help here. So you know you bring in though what's been really interesting though we bring in our group of maestros. Yeah, you know, they're going down to Nicaragua and, and learning. The, you go through that with them. I, I've sat on the board of advisors for a cigar manufacturer before, and they're talking about the brand and exactly like you say, they're saying okay, the personality of this brand and his all these different things of what color is this brand, what this 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 and going through this whole thing, and I've done it many times, and I don't know. I, I say to myself, is this is there a need for this? Is it necessary to the thing? Because back to the sales, you've been a salesman for years and years. It's Does it sell? What's the bottom line here? What's, what is it? But going through that whole thing, but here you are in that role. Is there a necessary thing for that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I, think it, I think it adds. I think what it does in, in, in light of us, because we've said it on the here now, is that we're such a big company. I think what it does, it shows, hey, yeah, we're a big company, but we can, pl- we can play in the space. We can work with you. You know, we're not trying to muscle you out. We're not trying to, to overtake the world. Let's do this together. Let's so what's, this. A- what's H. Upman going to become? You know, what, what's the, envi- the envision of the future of H. Upman? 
early well, on, early stages. You know, oh, early yet. stages. I, you know, I think we're going to take the brand. First of all, out. it's purple. It the purple, color's yeah. purple. Fuchsia. Fuchsia. Come on, man. We're working with pinks here nightly. Fair enough. <laughs> I have a pink-purple color blindness, so I can't tell the difference between the two. Because you're talking about an iconic brand. Yeah. Right. So I think it's I think it's really putting a very imaginative spin on on what Upman Innes and who who the founders were. You know, I, I think that for I know for us it's really we're going to tell that story and share who they were as people through a cigar, and we're hoping that that blend and that those complexities mimic their personalities as we can read it from history. Right. Uh, another great brand that we're playing with is Henry Clay. Uh, you know, we've had Henry Clay. In the market, gosh knows. I mean, years and years yeah. and years. You know, broadleaf. You know, yeah. it's it's not the prettiest thing when nope. you look at it, right? But rustic, rustic, idea. and that's why people really respond to it. And we're in the process of of taking Henry Clay. We're going to release this month um, Henry Clay Warhawk, and and really, it was so fun to do this because I really you just dive into who Henry Clay was. This guy ran for president twice. He was a secretary of state. He was da 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 da. How did he got to Cuba? How did he get a cigar out of? How did he get them doing this for him? It was all publicity for him. It was amazing. He he was a ploy for him to get his name in front of the American people at that time because everybody smoked and especially affluent people. Everybody smoked. You know, like everybody really did smoke, and cigars were a great advertisement. That's the whole backbone of our that was his business tobacco. That was his business card, and it was incredible to research that and how he hooked up with Juan Alvarez and do this. And so this whole imaginative piece of Warhawk and what we're going to do is, you know, it's going to be a Connecticut product, which is totally different. Really? Totally different, right? No, I would not have figured that at all. Connecticut, Connecticut, or Connecticut, uh, Ecuador? It's going to be Ecuador. Yeah, yeah. Ecuador, (laughs) Connecticut. And we're going to actually pump up the flavor profile in it, a little spicy front on it, a little pepper. Uh, What'll be different, which is kind of today, you know, everybody's warhawkish and this and that, and I want to do this. For us, it's more of, we're going to go that direction with the cigar and have a very, very boutique-ish kind of feel to it. Very small niche uh, market for it. We're, we're excited about All growing right. it. I got into business in 1985. Our biggest selling cigar then was Tiamo. Mm. Uh, it outsold everything combined. That's how big it was in a city of Boston. And just like uh, Pennsylvania was like that. New York City yeah. was like that. You'd see the signs up. And it, and over the years, it just went away. I heard that it was never really big on the West Coast anyway. This was n- the strong niche of what it is. Can that ever be brought back alive? I'm Tiamo, uh, those uh, that understand, I love you. I mean, you you have Romeo and Juliet. Here's the other love story of, I mean, this, it sits there and it's like, will they ever bring this back? Because it was so big to me in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we are looking, it's funny, you always look at every brand, right? You're, you're constantly yeah. thinking, what do you have in the stable? Well, plus you, you're limited because it's not like you can come out with a new front mark. At yeah, it's a, it's a, we're very cautious about new new front marks. So you're really going back and you're, you're looking at blends, you're looking at things that are predicate and you're trying to really yeah. play with things. And, you know, and it's all going to be about the end of the day. Well, San Andreas is so popular now. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like that brand is just forgotten about, it seems. You're, you're right. Yeah. It's kind of one of those that's, that's kind of shelved in. And so that's our job for the next several years is to look at a bench. Like, I call it the bench. Yeah. Like, how can we look at our bench? And you know, we've got horses, right? But yeah. What can we look at the stable and say, what can we bring out that's, but that can be a unique story, creative to the now consumer, and have a little fun with it? I want to have some fun with these brands. And this is going to be your job to do that's it. Gonna be my, my, it's going to be my team's job, not right. my job, my team's so job. So some man. people We're talk about the best job in the industry. I think you get the best job in the industry. I, I think be, I got a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You, you earned it. You, you went through the whole thing to do it, but you certainly earned it. But uh, right now, it's uh, time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VSVS. VS. 
I mean, uh, VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, here's the question of the day. Would you rather, this is a terrible one, but what are we going to do? <laughs> Would you rather freeze to death or burn to death? Freeze. 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 I mean, I'm actually doing that right now. Right, right. <laughs> I thought you might, have, as, you, as you're being cold, maybe had a different theory. I but mean, freezer to death. It's going to be a long freeze to death. Freezer yeah. to death, your respiratory system slows down. You, yeah, fall you, go, as- you get tired. You fall asleep and you die. Yeah. You burn. You're going to feel every minute of that burn. Not Especially with all the body yeah. hair that Barry has. Gonna, it's going to be a smelly Aren't you going to die mess. of carbon monoxide first? Well, are you talking about setting me on fire at okay. the toes? Or are you talking uh, about me right. being in a house that's on fire? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy house to do either. Fi- you pick. I'm sure you would. Yeah, But a house on fire, yeah, you'll die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Being Before set on fire? No, thank you. No. You got to pick one. Not No, he doesn't, no. He doesn't want either one. <laughs> Oh, well, got, I'm going to freeze. Freeze to death. Oh, like, yeah. That's the answer. I'll take he fire has, over drowning. Ed Sullivan, without a question, has battery-powered socks. He ain't freezing to death. <laughs> you can turn the temperature down as far as you want. He's going to be fine. As long as his feet is warm, he's not uh, going to die. He's good. I'll be fine. All right. Okay. So uh, what is the number one brand for Altadis? Uh, Sales. Romeo and Julieta, by far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Romeo. Maybe the number one brand in, in, the, in the world? It could be, yeah, yeah. We we'd like to say that. We'd like to say that. Yeah, I heard that. It, you know, years ago it was Macanudo, and then uh, Romeo had, had taken over completely. And yeah, we're very proud of the brand. You know, it, yeah. it's it's a consistent worker for us. And it, within the Romeo, is it the? Uh, well, you, it's it's interesting because 1875 is is always that that core positioning is always there, but you know, Reserve Real. Is, is yeah is right up there with it. I mean, it's been just an amazing workhorse for us. I know at TAA, I, it doesn't go without um, my mouth hanging open <laughs> because they they do this little auction thing and everybody's buying at the same time and watching thousands and thousands and thousands of boxes being and there's only like 50 60 of us that are there and it's just like mind-blowing and to everybody by, by the case they, lot at all their point. competition is there too <laughs> and it's it's more than their whole production and it's and it's at one moment it's just like wow and i'm like this this is it i mean you want to show off that's the one to show yeah, it, off it, it is the it's the best two minutes in cigar <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild of what it is uh yeah so i, w- I would say i mean that is the one um, when when the person that doesn't eat, that comes in we're in retail person comes into the store it's it's Rome if they don't know about cigars they know Romeo and Juliet yeah hundred percent yeah so uh, so talking about another brand that's that's in your portfolio Trinidad yes so it was focused big time just in Cuba with the uh, you know Cubador the fiftieth anniversary does that help your sales here in the U S I think uh, I think that it draws awareness you know I think with with uh, like half wheels of the world now in, in yeah. our industry, oh. and, and you know, and people, well, you know, but but people That's are Barry's competition. Yeah, I know. They're, they're great. You know, they're no, great. good, they good are people. Great. Right? And, but That's people where he are gets going. all his information. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you see them covering this kind of thing because we're not covering it, right? You say we're not going to put a yeah. big spread on about it. But I think the awareness of the brand, and it's funny that you mentioned Trinidad because you know last year we we really focused on the Santiago Rafael Nadal kind of helped in that and do Ochi Blanco and got everything yeah. going. But uh, you fast forward here, hopefully end of April, beginning of May, we're going to bring Trinidad to life once again uh, for this market. And it, it's coincidental that it's the 50th anniversary for, for Trinidad. I'm sure it's coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> it's very coincidental. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm not you just flipped a coin in the office. <laughs> no, exactly. Which, which oh, he's, he's selling it. But, uh, what's turning 50? What's turning 100? Hell, we'll do that, Brant. 
Uh, Barriers. <laughs> I don't know if I could flip him quick enough. But no, we're going to do uh, Trinidad Espiritu. And oh, it's wow. all and, and AJ Fernandez is going to be a part of this with us. All right, and we're excited. And Rafael Nadal has kind of got his hands in it and been able to blend some good some good things with AJ. But it's going to be all about the spirit of tobacco. It's all about focused on tobacco, some of the aging, the fermentation processes he uses, and the story is going to be yeah. really about tobacco. But we're going totally picture late sixties, early seventies. Well, it, w- it was Fidel Castro that, I mean, he created that brand that was mm. the created un- mm. under the Castro regime of his cigar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's a lot, my God, there's a lot to go with that. What's it like working with Raphael? Does he try to put musical shit on everything that he does with you? <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, he, he, he hums a lot in the office. He, yeah, hums, I bet he, he does. Hums a lot. You know, it's, He's a, he's a most he's a Mozart in action. I you mean, can hear impressive. him coming because that cello is just ringing out <laughs> down the hallway. How he walks with it, I'll never know. It is uh, he he's quite fun. You know, he always brings uh, a lot of laughter into the situation, which is which is good. He's so damn cultured, but if you hang out with him, he's a he's really not. He's a man's man, <laughs> like face to face. But then then you you see the pictures next, of him on social media, and yeah. he's at the opera. Yeah, we're <laughs> hanging out, and, and the next morning I see yeah. him, and I went to the opera last night. And I've actually never been to the opera. You know, <laughs> I've never been to the opera either. But yeah. in, in Boston, he went. You know, he left me, went to the opera, and then he's back in the store, and I'm like, you went to the opera last night. <laughs> Oh my God. Just needed a little culture after all the dick and fart jokes thrown around, which he's in the middle of most of the time. He can play. He can play both sides, all sides. Jonathan plays both sides as well. How about TAA? Any uh, <laughs> any TAA exclusive coming up in a couple of weeks? Well, you know what? We're not going to do one no. this year. Um, you know, we we launched the fiftieth last year, and we and and what we've learned is that having some spread, especially, and really putting some thought by it. So, our uh, I can tell you, twenty twenty. We're going to be right in the mix. Right. Uh, we're going to do it. I haven't. And you're going to have your signature on this. We'll, we'll put our spin yeah. on it, and it'll be fun. And But we're going to do something cool and limited, probably 1,500 boxes. Ah. You know, something very unique. Uh, but yeah, already working on 2020. All right. It takes me a whole year to work up to that, you know. Well. You <laughs> and the rest of the industry. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the, the little companies can go real fast to something, do yeah. something. But you guys have. You know, back to seeing your factory and stuff. It's no, there's an organization. Yeah, it's that like has, you're riding the Titanic. I mean, yeah, I know. Like yeah, slam the brakes on. Yeah, yeah. We so, steer differently. Uh, what do we think about the cigar? Let's give our final uh, recap on uh, the Monte Cristo Nicaraguan. Solid, a solid burn line. Uh, the the flavor notes haven't changed much. Great cigar. Uh, it's 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 quite good. Yeah, it's very good. Barry, what's your thoughts, man? Give me a little, give me a little action. So the first time I smoked it, I was expecting that Monte Cristo taste and didn't have it yeah but then i was also expecting the aj fernandez taste and it didn't have that so it kind of stands by itself and i wondered why it was part of monte cristo versus a standalone mm. this but could it, this but, could be a different brand name 100 percent. yeah it's enjoyable there's that birch feeling that i'm still getting there's still some coffee notes a little bit of an earthy finish as, as enjoyable a, as a salesperson to sell a consumer that comes in this is not what i would sell a monte cristo customer to Oh, I smoke Monte Cristo. Oh, let me show you the new Monte Cristo. I don't think I would because this is probably not yeah, what he's is looking it, for. Is it I like think. a? Is it like attaching it to a slingshot, or is it like kind of attaching it to an anchor? Because you you've got one of the most iconic brands in history, and now it's a completely different flavor profile. Well, you know what? It rounds out what what we are. It rounds you out that. So you're looking at the total portfolio. Yeah, I when gotcha. you when you look at this this core series for us. 
it now is it's really finished, right? right. It's got everywhere and all encompassed for the consumer. So somebody's <clears> doing an in store event or something, no matter if somebody comes in for mild, medium, or full, we got something. Monte Cristo has something for everybody. Yes, we can do it. I, I, I agree. Ed Sullivan, what do you think? You know, the thing that strikes me is you can just tell how well-aged this tobacco is. Mm. You know, a lot of cigars you smoke, even if they're good, it just doesn't have that depth that you get from a well-aged tobacco. Yeah. I'm digging this. Good. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're, we're very proud Great of it. Great job. Great job. More Casa Monte Cristos coming? More? Um, you know, right now, I think that, that there's 28 stores in the country, and I think that's a good number for those guys. You know, they're they're doing a lot of stuff and you know we're rebranding and doing a lot certainly of helps the monte cristo name it does yeah. help the monte cristo name for sure so and good. and they're great show pieces yeah. i mean you when you walk in it's you know, the whole the whole idea of that concept is lifestyle yeah that that's you know yes it's lifestyle that you can really enjoy a cigar and bring people to and i think it's good for all businesses i agree yeah good for everybody thank you brad for joining us thank here you on guys here. about time we're almost nine years in but hey welcome back anytime you want to come so back. much we're going to take a break when we come back it's barry's birthday and it's the biggest one and uh anyone who had the uh over under uh you lost because he made it the big 5-0 we're going to look at the life and times of barry stein and have some cake uh, we're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations 
Foundations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's Barry's 50th birthday. How about some cakes, some food, some booze, some cigars? Is that everything you like, Barry? Everything I like. Everything he likes. Welcome back, everybody. Um, 50, 50 years. Yeah, by the uh, way, the chat room is requesting that I drink every week that I'm coughing less. Ah, so it's like like uh, cough Dave, medicine for Dave you. was saying his arthritis felt a little better last there night. There we go. We're going to mm-hmm. drink every week. Yeah. I don't know. You said you want to start <laughs> drinking. So look at the little cupcakes. This is from your wife made it, or she had them made? No, she made them. Why are there penises on them? It's a cigar, and nice to know your mind works that way. It just solidifies everything I've ever said. There we go. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, that is a cigar. Ish. All right. Speaking of cigars, we're going to smoke a special cigar just for you today. And tell me what, why and what we're smoking. Well, today's second cigar was the first cigar I've ever given a hundred rating back on uh, June 11, 2018, uh, 2008. Wow. It is a uh, Nicaraguan Puro made by Padrone Cigars, and it's the Padrone 64 Anniversary Series Principe Natural. It measures four and a half by 46. A single cigar will set you back $10, while a box of 25 is $249.99. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer's that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And feel free to buy me one online, and I'll smoke it on Monday. There we go. <laughs> so 11 years ago, you were giving cigars 100 ratings. So all those people out there that say, what happened to Barry, uh, he's all of a sudden giving out high ratings. 11 years ago, he was giving out hundreds. But the first one. The first right. one. You, you always remember You're up first. to three, right? I'm up to three. Three. The first one was 11 years ago. I don't think you're out of control, but. Uh, for, there's four. I'm pretty sure I've given three different atabase sizes 100. Ah. Okay. All right. So, uh, and when we were actually picking these cigars out, uh, Ed Sullivan made the comment of why natural? Yeah, on a 26 series, I'll smoke the Maduro all day, every day. But on the 64, I just prefer the natural. It's creamier. It's smoother. Of, of each size. Of each size. It's now, also, chocolatey. this is not a particular size of any of a cigar I normally see you smoke, this small. That is correct. So when I first started smoking, when I graduated to real cigars from mass market, mass market yeah. appealed cigars, yeah. um, I started smoking Padrones. And I fell in love with the Principe. And back in New York, when I started smoking, they were like $8 a cigar. There was still like a 30% tax at that time. And uh, to see that they've they've got up to ten dollars, yeah. Even though there's no tax here in New Hampshire, yeah. I don't think it's gone up as much as some of the other cigars in the industry. Yeah, always a great cigar. Let's uh, give it a cut and light. It's official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all the other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. So we're going back-to-back Nicaraguan Puros. Yeah. Or so they say. Or so they say. There's always been a... There's uh, always been a rumor. Rumor of the wrapper on the cigar, but little hint they, of, they say it's Nicaraguan, so we'll go with Nicaraguan. There we go. A little vanilla on the cold draw. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get a little cocoa, a little mocha. Which is what the stuff I was getting out of the last cigar. Mm-hmm. So let's see how, how close it is. And buttery richness. <clears throat> Clearly, this is the direction we're going for this hour. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Rocket. 
The Vertigo Rocket features three jets, a flip top, and an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and also features the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. The Vertigo Rocket retails for $12.99. Is that a rocket in your pocket? I'm just happy to see you, buddy. Okay. That's what I tell the ladies. There we go. And, you know, Jonathan, he said buttery. I got to give him. Butter is great. Butter is great. Especially it's great. when it's on a Pop-Tart. It is. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I think that's nine weeks in a row. Well, we first go? time that I've not ever heard upset that? about him playing that drop because it gave me a chance to light my cigar because Lord knows the two of you jackasses don't talk when I'm doing it. <laughs> Well, you can't all light them at the same time. That's yeah, where so the if I wait to light with you, like I did the last cigar, nobody talks during the process. Well, the thing is, while I'm doing the commercial for the lighter. All right, all right. It's just they leave them alone today. And then you go right back <laughs> onto it later on. We got food here. We got drinks here. This is very strong. It's potent. It, you know, it's it's the same proof as any other really? liquor. You know, it's 80, what is it, 86 proof? It seems it seems stronger. Jonathan, do you it want to says talk about strong? Proof AF right underneath it. So. <laughs> proof AF. <laughs> yeah, it seems strong. Huh. 80 proof on this. Yeah, it's also one o'clock in the afternoon, so. All right. So let's talk about Barry Stein right now. Barry Stein, born March fourth. Actually, Monday is the real birth date. March fourth, nineteen sixty nine. Where was that, Barry? Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Broward General Hospital. Fort you a large baby? Say what? Were you a large baby? Not six pounds, nine inch ounces. Giggity. Six pounds, nine ounces. Had to work in 69 somehow. <laughs> it makes sense knowing me, doesn't it? All right. Six pounds, nine ounces. Uh, baby grew to full size. <laughs> <laughs> now 50 years old. Uh, if you were a dog, you'd be 216 years old today. Um, if I was a tree, I'd be three and a half. Yeah? That's what the birthday card that Frank Quarry right. said. Uh, on the same day, born was Cassidy Bono. Do you know that? That's the she that became a It heat. is. It's Chaz Bono, LB, LGBT, activist best known as the child of Cher and Sonny Bono, uh, Dancing with the Stars in 2011. And she, when she turned 13, she realized she was a man. You know, you've turned 50. Have you decided you're any, any different than you were? I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. Yeah. All right, so uh, that is who you share your birthday with. Coincidence? I think not. Um, what do you think the number one song was when you were uh, when you were born? You number know, one song I, in I the looked, U.S. I looked this up last year. Uh, was it Elvis? Everyday People by Sly and the Family okay. Stone, which you know I remember when it came out. That's it's amazing. But uh, You're only a few years older. Yeah. Than I got eight years on you, uh, almost nine. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Jim Morrison allegedly exposed himself on stage uh, at the Dinner Key Auditorium in Miami, Florida, not far from where what, you were. Why, why are you saying allegedly? He either showed his winky or he didn't. <laughs> well, I don't know if it <laughs> was it on camera. It probably never got to court because uh, he died beforehand or whatever. New York Yankees legend Mickey Mantle announced his retirement that day. Sad day. Uh, Phil Esposito uh, had a goal and assist for the Bruins, 8-5 over the New York Rangers to give him 99-point season. Awesome. Anything against the Rangers, I, I appreciate. Ah, because you were a New York guy, so I'm, I thought you'd be against no, I'm that. I'm a diehard Islanders fan. Uh, and the Boston Bruins scored uh, eight goals in one period, holding the record 
um, Grammy Awards um, was um, by the time I get to Phoenix, Glenn Campbell wins for the best record. One of my dad's favorite artists. Really? Yes. By the time and uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono uh, staged their first Bed In for Peace in Amsterdam on that day. So weird things. Yes, but they were making sexy time. Yeah, so that there would be no war. Yeah, they yeah. laid in bed and they stayed there for days, and it should be peace. And so we don't children. have a picture have- of the actual birth. No, but this thank is- God. We have one that doesn't look <laughs> those too are the, long. Those that are watching on YouTube right now or Facebook Live, where there is the no show friggin' way that that baby is six pounds nine ounces. Well, that's I, not I, a baby. I was, I was six months old in that picture. Look, you look you. like you're three. I was the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I rapidly grew into the man I am today. You had a big head. You he had a, the same head. You have a driver's license. One of my friends in New York reached out to me and said, my face is the same. I don't see it. I do. Okay. I yeah, do. you paint a Fu Manchu yeah. on that baby. And, yeah. He has a beard. He's a grown man. <laughs> Barry Stein. I like to picture my Barry Stein in a tuxedo t-shirt. So uh, I, I saw on, on Facebook um, what you asked for your birthday. Which was very interesting. Yeah, I was laying in bed with my wife one night, and she said, are you going to do one of those Facebook birthday fundraisers? So I typed in the word cigars, and I was shocked to see that you could do a Cigars for Warriors fundraiser on my birthday. And I exited out of it, and I was going to ask you before I did it. And next thing you know, a first donation comes in. I was like, I didn't activate it. What the hell's going on? And four hundred and fifty-three dollars later. Nice. And you were asking for about two hundred. I was asking for two hundred. I wasn't going to yeah. be greedy. I didn't expect to hit two hundred dollars. So is this going to go till Monday? It's going to go to Monday at midnight, eleven right. fifty-nine p.m. Monday at midnight. So uh, show some love out there for the cigars for warriors and for Barry. Go on to Facebook, and you'll—is that the only way they do it? Is yep, it's on—it's uh, on Facebook. The only way to do it. And the good thing about this charity is, with cigars for warriors being a not-for-profit. 100% of the donation mm. goes to Cigar Warrior. Yeah. Facebook doesn't take a cut. The company they deal with doesn't take a cut. Your entire donation will go to Cigars for Warriors. Yeah, so let's bring this up to four figures at least, right? Sure. He, he had a goal for 200. He's more than double that. I think we can go to $1,000 with these listeners, right? I would we, think so. Uh, so we got some more pictures. Maybe Barry could comment on them as we scroll <laughs> through them. All right. Yeah, there's you with the man, man holding you. Yeah, that's my dad, the original Urkel. He wore his uh, pants just under his nipples. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but that was outside of the apartment building I lived in for the first. Uh, and this is the last time he carried you. Yes. <laughs> I think he threw his back out shortly right. thereafter. <laughs> I think Barry grew up in sort of a black and white world. Uh, yeah, that, the old that's Paul Rice, right? right? There's me with a leisure suit. Yep, that's we can see what. Uh, yeah, that was seventies. Oh Jesus, oh, the boy. picture I hate. I hate birthday hats and. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, the, oh I thought you were Conan. Dunce cap. <laughs> Could have <laughs> been, been a dunce cap. I think that was uh, my third birthday. Yeah, so you remember that, right? No, my first memory is that summer up at the Catskills. Yeah. And that's probably the first thing I can truly remember. Okay. And and then now uh, the original Mr. Yeah, before there was Mr. J, there was Mr. B. Mr. B, way before you. So what year was this? Was this he, he was, was kindergarten. So he wasn't even born. No, nah, so and, I was like and, f- and five years old, six years that, old. That's Mr. Barry. 
So uh, way before you, you you're selling him. it. I'm not buying it. Yeah, well, there it is. It was a kindergarten play. There it is. My lines were everything to do with B. B is for buttons. B is for boy. B is for. Oh, boy. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. I bit my tongue so hard right there. Yeah. I think I might be bleeding. B is big for the ladies. There we go. There we go. Young Barry. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you got a, a prom picture or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Anything of. Uh, nah, so when my mom passed away and I went to clean out the apartment, and all I found were pictures up to eight years old. Yeah. Couldn't find anything else. They didn't have a wide-angle lens then. That's, that's the what problem. it was. Dave, nothing else happened till today. From till the time of the Mr. Right? B picture, yes. right up until today. Witness protection at an early age. Is it true you tried out for the movie The Mighty Ducks at the age of 22? No. No? It's not true. Okay. <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just have that here. And I thought that might have been uh, some true. You're allowed to start your own rumors when it comes to the cigar industry, but you can't rewrite someone's life like that. No. I've been on TV numerous times. Yes. Yes. So what, what was that? Uh, I was in the background shot in some America's Most Wanted shows. Uh, there was Were you this, the kid waving? There was a TV uh, channel called shoulder? Home Front America. We did a whole 30-minute show on identity theft. Um, and I had a SAG card for that for a while. So t- in 2008, you gave the cigar um, 100 rating. How long have you been giving cigars ratings? Uh, probably 2006. Yeah. At the encouragement of Sam Lucia. Really? Yeah, I saw him at a cigar event, and he asked me what I thought, and being the wise ass that I am, I broke it down into notes. Uh, he said, I should do a blog. I was spot on. They said, now you're just humoring me, and he, uh, he gave me a box of cigars. This is going to be your first review, and I started blogging. Wow. So everybody that hates me, blame Sam Lucia. Yeah. It's I'd his like fault. to point something out. Yeah, he's making a comeback. Yeah, he's doing a little doing, yeah. online stuff. Something's going on. What? We've achieved officially a record on the show. Uh, it's been 20 minutes. The two of you have had a cupcake sitting in front of you. I know. <laughs> and we haven't heard any chewing sounds. No, no. We're hanging on. I'm drinking right now. I'm a drinker. <laughs> I drink. And I'm enjoying my 100-rated Padrona. Is it true you asked uh, Judy Shillian, uh, also known as Judge Judy, on a date in the early 90s <laughs> before she was on TV? She was 62 at that age? I'll say no. <laughs> no? No. There's no truth to that. No. Where are you getting this rumor? I just have some rumors here, and I just want to take care of them as, as I can take care of them. <laughs> Judge Judy? <laughs> That's random. There was an incident with Miss Sweden from 1947, but I can't really <laughs> share that on the air. Uh, is it true, uh, possibly, you might be a polygamist? 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 Have, polygamist and have two uh, wives? Uh, true. 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 All right. You might have two wives. Yeah. Your one wife doesn't know about the other one. No, she she knows about the other one, the Dominican Republic wedding. That, you know, <laughs> Guillermo Leon, thank you. Still this day, I don't know if I'm married in the DR or not. Really appreciate that. All right. Is it true you're uh, going to change your last name? Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Postmortem. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And in West Virginia, Minnesota, Washington, and Vermont, bills to raise the tobacco aids to 21 
have passed one of two legislative bodies moving on to the next step. Not good. A bill in Kentucky that was seeking to raise the tobacco purchase age has been defeated in committee by a 6-4 to four vote. So here's an interesting thing. You can, you can be on a jury yes. at 18. You can serve in our military. Yeah. You have to pay taxes. So you can be on a jury and make a decision of life or death of another person or whatever. Put them in jail, anything. Yeah. But you can't make a decision if you want to smoke a cigar or not. Can't make that no, decision. Government overreach at its worst. Yeah. Uh, Delaware and Tennessee have introduced a bill that would raise the age from 18 to 21. And in a story that really pisses me off, Jewel has taken out an ad in the Dallas Morning News in support of raising the tobacco age to 21. House Bill 749 currently sits in the Texas Public Health Committee, which is deciding whether or not to advance the bill to a vote. Jewel is owned by Altria, who in turn owns Nat Sherman. They own so a piece they, of jewel. Yeah, they own a piece. So of they jewel. want it to happen. Yeah. In uh, New Hampshire, a measure that would have taxed premium cigars at sixty-five percent was defeated in the Senate. Amen. By, by a vote of two ninety-three to fifty-eight, all fifty-eight votes coming from Democrats. And uh, Michael Salucci has left Quality Importers after a two-year stint. He plans to continue to be active in the cigar industry through his own consulting business. Boy, that was quick. And that's what's up. You know, I, I was off. just there last week. I was at Quality Imports last week down in Miami, and I, I didn't know that had happened, although I didn't see him. But he, what was he there, nine months? Two years. Two years? Yeah, it seemed long, uh, shorter, but yeah? it was two years. Oh, my God. That was, it was still fast. Yes. We'll see where he pops up. He's not done. From what I say, he said he's staying in the yeah, industry. Yeah, at so. least from a from his own company, you know, marketing company. Yeah, so he'll end up showing Consulting. up there. Yep. Um, looking ahead uh, next week, uh, Barry, and jo- Barry and Mr. Jonathan will be without a paddle. Me and Ed Sullivan will be away. We're at a, a, at a trade show uh, for podcasting of all odd things. Um, so we'll be there, and you guys. How is that uh, odd? You're on a podcast studio. And he's there. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, right? Engineer for the podcast I've studio. I've never gone to one before. We'll, yeah, s- we'll see what it's next all Next week about. will be a train wreck. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Jonathan is calling in the right-hander, right? Your brother's coming My in brother's with you? My brother's going to come in. He's, uh, he's an expert on all things wood, and we're going to do a little wood talk. <laughs> I a little humidors. I, I thought you were an expert on wood. Different kind of wood. Oh, okay. Different kind of wood. Uh, the following week, we have Skip Martin from Romacraft. I understand we're going to have a big audience coming Standing in. Standing room only, from what I understand. Yeah. So if you're coming up, come up early for that. Uh, and then it's off to the TAA for me, and I'll come back on the 23rd and tell you all the new stuff coming in TAA and whatever uh, gossip news I had. But back to Barry Stein. And the ones <laughs> who want to come up early, Snack Authority airs at 10, and, and Skip, Skip is on. Skip is going to be day. the first guest ever on the Snack Authority, yeah. right? And, a big and, day for Skip. And he has provided the snack of, of what he wants. Is so. it Nicaraguan? It is not. No. But he sent it from Nicaragua, but it's not a Nicaraguan snack. But you've got to tune in. Well, no. I, in point of fact, I acquired that snack. He sent us the other ones. The one we're going to eat. The one we're going to eat. I purchased based oh. on, you remember you told me Skip says he really likes these. Oh, all right. And we ended up getting it. Yeah, all right. we got it. Oh, I thought he sent it, no? No, he sent us the uh, fudge-covered oh. uh, Nutter Butters. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, in the past 50 years, uh, Barry Stein, yes. best place you visited? Uh, Quebec City. Really? Yeah. That's an oddball one. I wanted to retire to Canada for the longest time. Yeah. And then it became Miami. Yeah. Now it's New Hampshire. You want to stay here? Yeah, my wife's here. Yeah. So, but what if you know, she, what if she, she could go with you? Yeah. For now, I'm happy in New Hampshire. All right. Uh, best food you ever ate? 
Sushi. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Best meal I ever had was a filet mignon on French bread at La Chateau de Frontenac in Quebec City. But my favorite meal is sushi. Really? I've never had it. You're missing the boat, buddy. Really? Missing the boat. That's your favorite thing you have. I look at it and I say, people just eating this because it's the chic thing to do, but you like it. Yeah, I've been doing it before it was chic. Yeah? Best booze you ever drank? Not the most expensive or anything, but Louis the best. The, Louis the Thirteenth. Really? And you liked it? I liked it. It was bought to me by a wide receiver from the New York Jets, but yeah. I liked it. Wide receiver. Yeah. Anything, Mr. Yeah. Jonathan? Uh, you tell me to be good. All right. <laughs> like your tongue is bleeding right now. Uh, best cigar you ever smoked? Atabay. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, best concert you ever attended? Uh, suicidal Tendencies with the Colt and Queensryche. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite the lineup, though. It, yeah. it goes with the, with the sushi. Uh, what was your first job? I uh, used to make pizza in a pizzeria. Really? Yes. And they fired you because you were eating all the profits? <laughs> no. I, I did it for four years, and then I moved on. Four years you made pizzas. You actually made the pizzas? I actually made the pizzas. Really? Yeah. Oh, I got to have you over. I got a pizza yes, oven. Yes, I do. And you could do it. I could do it. All mm-hmm. right. See, you can't take his skills away because he made the meatballs and they were very good too. We thought we, he knows how to eat, but I didn't think he knew how to cook. He made Four years at a pizzeria. You worked <sighs> at a pizzeria too. That's correct. Did you make pizzas? Yeah. Really? I took a lesson from uh, one of the pizza champions back in the 80s. I can spin it, catch it, keep really? it spinning. Yeah, I don't get that crazy, no. but I learned how to make real pizza versus Chicago pizza. Right. You made New York pizza at a real New York yes. pizzeria. Here's, good stuff. Good here's stuff. a summertime idea. You know, I'm working on making this show mobile. Yes. What if Barry ah. made pizza at your house? We do the show and we'll evaluate the pizza. <laughs> we go mobile at the house and eat pizza. I'm in. Yeah, people talk about me breathing heavy in the mic. Forget about it if I'm working the dough. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. All right. It doesn't take much effort to work <laughs> the dough. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? It yeah. takes a lot of effort to move this. It's it's a full body thing for him. Yes. You're laying on it? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your first girlfriend. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Did she have pepperoni? Uh no. <laughs> Liar. Pepperoni is not a featured meat. That's right. That's right. How about your first cigar? Uh, it was a hand-rolled cigar at a uh, an affair. I was 13 years old. Shouldn't have been smoking. Really? But I convinced my dad to let me try the cigar, and I turned so green. I'm convinced that's how they came up with the idea for the movie Shrek. I it, mean, it made me sick. Made you sick, and you didn't like it. And the first cigar I ever smoked made me sick, too. I didn't like it. It's so weird mm-hmm. that you end up loving it. That, that's what I'm trying to do with, with the alcohol thing. I don't like it. But I try it and try it and try it, and I don't like it. I, As he sits not, there with an empty glass. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you're it. just not trying it enough times in a row. I've been trying it. I you got to go on a 30-day bender. I can't. I can't do it. 30 days. I, I want to like it, but I just can't it get it. It only takes 28 to develop a habit. That's what they say. I'm working it. I'm trying. Um, what was your first drink? Uh, it was uh, Crown Royal. And you liked it? No. No. No, it was from my dad's liquor cabinet. I was probably 15. Nobody's home or you got nope. friends over? Nobody's home. Nobody at all? Nobody's home. Opened up the, the, the bar, poured myself a little drink, said, I'm never doing that again. Wow. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Drugs? 
Yeah, I had, a, I had an addiction issue that I don't hide when I was 18 to 20, 21 cocaine, but I've been clean now for uh, 29 years. Wow. I mean, really yeah. on it? Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I was doing everything I could at that time to self-destruct. I never liked cocaine. It smells fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But I've never liked <laughs> smells never liked cocaine. Very interesting, Barry. So, no, I didn't know the drug problem. Uh, I, I've, I'm pretty sure I've yeah. told you. I'm pretty sure I've told you. Yeah. I'm glad that you forgot. Now yeah. I you remember. Hopefully you forget again. <laughs> well, that was 40 years ago, almost. 40 years ago. 29. Oh, 29. 29 and 21 is oh. 50. Pour be- that man another drink. He's, his math is going. <laughs> All right. Let's take a, pe- a peek into the asylum. I understand there's a funny one here. Stick around for my friends at Asylum Cigars. I'm sorry, They're coming baby. to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful. Oh. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. When you think of salsa, you usually think of dipping chips, but a Tennessee man had a different idea this week. Tired of getting the shaft on a tip by the same customer time and time again, the 31-year-old delivery driver decided he'd give the customer a tip of his own. After filming himself dipping his testicles in the salsa, the driver was charged with a Class C felony for adulteration of foods, liquids, or pharmaceuticals. Which brings up the question... Does teabagging the salsa count as double dipping? And that's not only insane, it's asylum. (laughs) True story, huh? That was well done. True story. All right, so uh, we got 50 years in. What... What's the future hold for Barry Stein in the next 50 years? The next 50 years. I ain't lasting 50 years. Yeah. I, I, the new over and under is uh, five, by 50, the way. 52. I, I've said for the longest time, 52. But are you going to do anything? Get that life insurance policy situated. Major change. No, me, I'm, I'm me. Love me or hate me. I'm, you're not going to change. I am. No. I'm having too much fun. Yeah. Why should I change? For, to live longer and be healthier. And I don't know if my wife wants to live with me much longer. <laughs> You know, Brad, <laughs> I, I know Br- Brad at a much bigger Brad that changed his life around, turned his life around. My For God. starters, he grew that magnificent beard. Magnificent beard, but also he's half the man he used to be. Looks unbelievable. Nah, I'm Nothing? The, I, I am the man I am. That's it. Bigger is better. It's not true. <laughs> it, taking it from a big guy, but anyway. <laughs> All right, so early thoughts here on the Padron Anniversary Principe. Natural that you smoked in 2008 and so thought it was a 100-rated cigar. At the time, it was the best cigar on the market, in my opinion, and it is still among the best on the market today. It's very good. You got a very, very razor-thin burn line on that wrapper. It's clearly well-aged. The draw is impeccable. We did our big March Madness sale yesterday. Lots and lots of sales happen, and Padron actually took, you know, we look at this, and it was Padron- is the winner, and you're talking about a, a company with one brand and a small company, that no reps, yeah, yeah, nobody pushing anything of whatever it is. But no, it ended it's a up cigar that just sells itself. It sells, yeah, it stands, it you stands know, on its own. A little, you bit know of, exactly what well, you're going to get. Off a little cigar for ten dollars, but a little bit of cocoa, a subtle pepper note, a hint of pecans, 
buttery smooth. It's it's just a great cigar. Yeah. That's Jonathan actually. He doesn't he doesn't think that the retro heel was so good. A choke you bastard. I mean how how I, are you, okay? <laughs> I retro Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I retrohaled that cigar that we had in your office like 40 times. I yeah. thought maybe I had it. I just I went for my balls on it's that a, one. It's a little heavy. It's a little. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, Barry's going to uh, make a wish. Also, uh, why does Barry rate cigars so high? And uh, why does it bother other people that he does so? We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding. The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like TwoGuysCigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back. 
on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. Is your buddy, you got a call from him, it's your birthday? I just got a message from Jason Wood. Okay. Wishing me a happy 50th. All right, Barry, worked for Miami Cigar there for a while. You've been in the cigar industry for uh, since about 1998, 1999. Yeah. yeah. All right. And before that? Uh, making pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before that, I worked as a private investigator, and even when I was in the cigar industry, I did both. And on the TV show? On the TV show, yes. Yeah. Uh, did some work for Homeland Security. All right, and that's an independent contract, and that's part of your computer thing of yeah, you know how to dig stuff up. Yeah, I still do it from time to time. Yeah, no, you have from me before. I say, how can we find out if somebody blah 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 blah? All these followers that they have, these fake followers. Oh, let me look, and boom, the next thing you know, you're digging. Yeah, it's all fake. Yeah, a yeah. lot of fake followers. Yeah, that's why they hate me. Yeah, you got the answers. Yeah. You dig it in, and we have real followers. That's right. We're smoking the Padron Anniversario Principe Natural, which is a hundred rated cigar. <laughs> Why does Barry rate cigars so high? Apparently, it pisses off other people that rate cigars. They don't like that you like them so much. I mean, I've given cigars sub seventy ratings before, but yeah. I'm only going to smoke and review something I like to begin with. Mm. So it's naturally going to get a higher score. Yeah. 
Nor do you want to hurt anybody. And, and, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody yeah. either. You know, is there really that big of a difference? I mean, there was a blogger that did a rating of how cigar, different cigar blogs rated. And I think I was only one point higher than right. everybody else. Right. And they say it's so dramatic. It's one no, point No, but they, they see that 100 rating and they're like, oh, that's taboo. Nothing's 100 rated. Well, if nothing's 100 rated, then you're not appreciating what you smoke. Yeah. Yeah. That's You cra- know, you want to be mad at me for saying a cigar's 100? Uh, you know, I'm going to question whether or not that it, you're it, truly it, enjoying everything you smoke. And and if there's three of them since 11 years, yeah. so it, and I'll tell you, yes, are cigars being rated higher today than they were in the 90s? Yes, they are, and they should. Yeah, Jorge, they are better. They are better. Jorge Armatros from Tobacco, uh, Tobacconist University, yes. he coined the phrase, it's the golden age of tobacco. It is. Everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah. Because the bad companies can't survive, right. especially with the FDA regulations. Yeah. So it's, it's better and better mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I don't have a problem with it. I look at it, and then I, as I hear more and more of it, then I start looking at everybody else. And mm-hmm. so you said 92, and here's a 91, his mm-hmm. 490s, and I go, where were you're right. Everybody's online. I is mean, there a huge difference between 90 and 100? Yeah, it's 10 points, but is there really a huge difference? Well, there's I mean, a huge difference I mean, between pr- an 89 and a 90. The, the, the Principe is great. The Monte Cristo that we smoked earlier was great. Are yeah. they both 100? No. Yeah. But it doesn't change how good they are for cigars. And they all should be in the 90s because uh, in school it was an ex- excellent was 90 plus. was excellent great, right? right? 80 to 89 was good yeah. and excellent was 90 and above. Is it excellent? You say yes, it 100%. is. 100%. Yeah. If it wasn't excellent, I wouldn't smoke it. Yeah, certainly and not. And if over- it wasn't good, I wouldn't put up the review until one company said that I sent you cigars, review it. And I told them, you're not going to like the review. They're like, we sent you cigars to review. I said, all right, I'm warning you. No, we want you to review it. All right, I gave you a 68. Yeah. And that company doesn't exist doesn't anymore. Exist. Yeah. It was Andretti Cigars, but okay. it, was, it was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> and, and So much for not naming names. <laughs> they don't exist anymore, so I'm not hurting their sales, you know? Yeah. All right, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today is, uh, I want you to shave off one of your eyebrows. $100. One of your eyebrows. Hang on a second. You would ask this? Yeah. Because my mom was going out with my aunt, and my aunt wasn't waiting for my mom to finish plucking her eyebrows. She shaved them off and drew them on with a pencil, and they never grew back. Ah. <laughs> so for pretty much my entire life, my mom had drawn on eyebrows. <laughs> wow, you once say, they come off, they don't grow back. For her, they did not. When you say shave, do you mean with a razor? With a razor. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Going to get a razor. $100 I, like one I, of them. I would, I'd trim them with, a, with clippers or whatever, go down zero guard, but there'd be still hair there. Yeah, no, shave it with a, with a razor. You were born with eyebrows for a reason. I'm not saying when you reason? need a unibrow. But you need eyebrows. It's to what? reduce the sweat from running into your yeah, eyes. Yeah, you haven't sweated in years. <laughs> Did you see him walk up the stairs? Yeah. Ed Sullivan, you're, you're definitely no, no go. No, thank you. Can't buy Ed Sullivan anymore. Neither uh, he is not. What about a Gino? $100? No. $1,000 shave off no. one of your eyebrows. I'm not That's paying 1000 I'll give you 100 right now. I'll still shave my head on the show for something, but yeah. no on the eyebrows. Let's do no. it for pride. Uh, speaking of this segment, um, Carl, who wrote in last week, says uh, through the Contact Us page, you're killing me, Smalls. I throw you guys up a softball for the Don Raphael offer of the day. It gets red. I appreciate that. 
But then you blew right past discussing making it happen. In the if so, how much went straight to the next mailbag. Uh, is that what just smalls? a no? What smalls mean? Is that some hip thing? That, am I missing something? I, I'm thinking he's talking smalls. to me. You're killing me smalls? Yeah, it's an expression. Really? I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, he wants to know, was that a no? Uh, and So what was it? I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> say what it was. It's we a read- no. We didn't do it. By the way, Rudy's mom had the same issue with her eyebrows, and she had them tattooed on. Really? Wow. So forever she had a su- express her surprise. <laughs> so if you shave your eyebrow off, there's a good chance it's not going to grow back. I think for some people it won't grow back. Really? Damon, get on the research on that. Just the left one. You shave your eyebrows? <laughs> you would do it? You shave your eyebrows for 100 bucks. One. He wears, he wears sunglasses all the time. He needs to. He could. He could How about just put eyebrows on get them. that beard off? So Damon has a full beard. It's not just yeah, a, full did a fundraiser. Beard. It's in its full glory. You shaved it all off in July. That came back since July like that? Yeah, he's like Grizzly Adams. Oh, you're there. a hairy, hairy man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Show us your chest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, all right. You got a meal bag? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, Robert writes through the contact us page informing Leo on weapons. <clears throat> Not a lot of laws on carrying here in Alaska. No permit required. But it is the law that upon contact, you must immediately inform a Leo, which is a, an officer of the law, that you have a weapon and allow them to secure it for the duration of the contact. Ah. And uh, I'm going to say that at any point you give up your Second Amendment right, then it, it's going to mean nothing. You may as well just give up your Fourth Amendment right for search and seizures, it, give up your Third Amendment right and have soldiers live in your house. It's not giving and, up your Second Amendment right. It's being courteous to the officer that's putting his life of his on business. the line. It's none of his Can't, business. Great. You're, you're the guy that's not going to do anything, but you're doing the right thing. It's not the law. What you don't want to do is that all of a sudden they get nervous and see it and then pop you. They're not going to get nervous and see it. It's concealed. Yes. Unless Speaking I want you to know I have it. I don't have an answer for that. I still don't have an answer for it. i got to talk to some cops. I just think it's courtesy. What's the right thing to do? I, well, I hear what you're saying, and and I don't know what to do when it when it happens to me. This uh, this next one is in regards to the same thing, and this All is right. a conversation for those that didn't listen to last week's show. Uh, we had a little controversy on the show about whether or not you should reveal if you're carrying concealed and you get pulled over. Uh, guys, once again, Barry is very correct. I disagree with that statement. <laughs> My wife is a lawyer. Congratulations. <laughs> My best friend is a police officer. He must be very proud. Do you and must, I must have, you comment on wow. every line yeah. here? And I have a concealed carry permit. Why do my people don't like you? When you're pulled over and carrying, always keep your hands on the steering wheel and immediate tell, immediately tell the officer you're carrying a weapon legally. Never, ever do not tell them. Depending on the state, they can arrest you or will be very pissed at you and find other issues when they write you a ticket. Always tell them you have a gun. Dave, you are wrong. Why am I always wrong? Always open your window all the way. And that's Joe writing from I'm Virginia. I'm just telling you what people tell me to do. Yeah, if you're drunk, you don't want to open it up all the way. <laughs> and now that I'm a drinker, right? No, but think <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's a slippery slope, man. I'll be driving home with the windows closed. There should be a, a show or something to tell you what the right thing to do is. There the right thing be to ho- do is you're carrying concealed. Keep it concealed. Keep your mouth shut. No. no. You, I want to hear it from, from police officers. And we're going to have to bring some police officers. When Mike gets out, 
uh, Mike the Cop, who was the, the new rep for um, Rocky Patel, who we didn't have on the show because he couldn't be on. That's he's where the some, conversation Yeah, started. he's doing undercover stuff. and I, mean, I wanted to ask him. Instead, you're telling me your professional opinion as a I'm telling cigar you, salesman. When I started carrying, I got my, my permit to carry concealed, which you needed at the time in New Hampshire. You yeah. don't anymore. And I asked every officer that came in, and we have a lot of them, yeah. and not one would tell you, you should tell the cop. They Not one of them wants to know. You're carrying a, a weapon legally. Do not tell me because you're just going to complicate the situation. And we had police officers in a chat room that said they would prefer to know. That's them. It's the cellophane on or cellophane off argument. Obviously, yeah. if it there, comes with cellophane, no- you leave it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. There's going to be mailbags on this. Padron doesn't come cellophane on the 1964. You don't add cellophane to it, but you just leave it as it is. All right, let's get to the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. It's from right, the I- movie Sandlot, by the way. You're killing me, Smalls. Sa- the, the Smalls kid was the one that couldn't catch the ball. He was the new kid. Couldn't catch the ball in Sandlot. And they would say, you're killing me, Smalls. I never saw I it. I use that line on my wife all the time. She's never seen Sandlot. I never saw it either. Obviously uh, happening. I have six questions and four tiebreakers. Oh, God. <laughs> March 4th? You have ten questions. I have six questions, four tiebreakers. Ed Sullivan is still our champion. Uh, did you pick March 2nd or March 4th? March 2nd. Oh, I studied for the 4th. Are you sure you did? <laughs> I gave you some math for, for answers. But um, it's going to Ed Sullivan. Um, Theodore Giesel, also known as nothing. Teddy Atlas. Dr. Seuss. American children's author, The Cat in the Hat, The Green Eggs and Ham, born in Springfield, Massachusetts. He died in 1991, but he was born today. What year? Ed Sullivan. Dr. Seuss, born today. Let's go with... Spit it out, Junior. 1902. 02, he says. You son of a... 1901. 01. 24. 24. 02 will take the point. It's 04. So Ed Sullivan gets a point, and it's over to Mr. Jonathan. Desi Arnaz, Cuban actor. Ricky Ricardo and I Love Lucy. Born in Santiago, Cuba. Uh, died in 1986. Born today. Ricky Ricardo. Lucy. Uh, that's 1924. 24. 23. 23. 1927. 27. Everybody's over. 1917. Ooh, look great for Barry Stein. Mikhail Gorbachev. Uh, he was the general secretary of the Communist Party in the Soviet Union from 85 to 91. 
Born in Russia. The guy with the stain on his head, you know him. Yep. 1923. 23. <laughs> 1929. What is that, politically incorrect or whatever? 29, he says. 1919. 19. 1919 for the point. Damn right. No, no, it isn't. I'm sorry. 1929 will take it. 29, Ed Sullivan. 31 is the answer. BS right there. There it is. Uh, Ed Sullivan with two points. And it's over to Ed Sullivan. John Bon Jovi from New Jersey, rocker from Bon Jovi. You give love a Give bad love a bad name. name. It's my life. I'm going to continue the way I am. Yeah, you said that. What do you got, Ed Sullivan? Oh, 1957. 57, he says. 51. 51. So 1980 was their, 79 was their first hit. He was 23. So 1956. 56, he oh, says. 76, but 56 will go with. 56. 57 is 57. Ed Sullivan, another point for you at 62. Ed Sullivan has three points. You get two points if you get an exact thing. I was hoping Barry would win for his birthday, but... That's not going to happen, I don't think. But we'll see. Jesse James, um, the gang robbed a bank in Savannah, Missouri, and killed one today. Jesse James' gang robs a bank in Savannah, Georgia, kills one. Jesse James. Uh, I think it's me. Yep. 19, six, uh, 1862. 62. 1814. 14. 1878. 78. Mr. Jonathan will get the point. It's 1867, so you're not shut out. Barry, you shut out. You got one question to go. Over to you, last question. Three to one to zero. And this is for you. Babe Ruth becomes the highest paid baseball player at the time and made $70,000 a year. Highest paid baseball player of all time today. It's you, Barron. 1925. 25. 1927. 27. I have a feeling I'm going to be a little over on this. 1961. <laughs> 27. He was already part of Murderer's Row. Um, somebody got two points. Ed Sullivan. Damn it. 27 wow. Murderer's Row. That's five to one to zero. Ed Sullivan is on a roll and a half. Yeah. Are you I kidding me? He can have that role. I then. think there was a quote with Babe Ruth when somebody pointed out, you're making more money than the president. Yes. He said, well, I had a better year than he There did. we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Make a wish, Barry. <laughs> For Jonathan to realize why everybody hates him and to become a better person. Oh. <sighs> Look at him. Of all his wishes, his 50th birthday wish is for you to become a better person. And I know not going to happen. And I know he speaks for a lot of people watching the show and listening in. There's, there may be a lot of people there. It's a birthday wish. What, are we staging a friggin' intervention right now? It's not at all. Yeah, the drinking thing didn't work. James joining me, so the intervention's you there now. You go. All right, let's have one more drink before we call it a show, <laughs> and that's it. Just a little. Don't go. Don't go crazy on me. Well, you're practicing. We'll, we'll do final thoughts here on the Padron Anniversario Principe. Ed Sullivan, right up your alley, size-wise, everything's perfect. I, I used to buy a lot of these from my local cigar retailer. Yeah, yes, you did. Yes, I did. So this I was, like this, you know, I think, what did you have in there, pecans, Barry? Yeah, there was a touch of pecans in the middle. I, I do get some nuttiness from it, you know, just that sort of lingering oil from the nuts. Are you a natural or Maduro guy when it comes to Petronium? Maduro all day. Yeah, but it, I, the Maduro does outsell the natural in, in our store anyway. Yep. It's one of the few of 
brands that the Maduro outsells the natural to us, but natural for you. Uh, only on the 64. Yeah. The 1000 series Maduro, the 26 series yeah. Maduro. The 80th, I'll go natural. But on the 64th, natural across the board. How about you, Mr. Jonathan? What do you think of the cigar? I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm somebody who I enjoy a nice draw. I like a good burn line. I like something to have a lot of flavor. I'm becoming, as I get older, less and less concerned with whether something is mild, medium, or full-bodied. I either like it or I don't like it, and I'm across the board now on all the flavor profiles. But uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. I was expecting this to be a quite a bit drier than what it is, yeah. but it has plenty well, of sweetness. Well, if you look at the wrapper on the Padrones, they don't have that oily sheen no. that a lot of cigars today do, so it has that drier look to it. Yeah, I was just expecting it to be a dry yeah. smoke, and there's, there's plenty of sweetness going on. Mr. J, if you had to assign a number up to 100, how are you rating this cigar? Uh, if the, I got this blind for Cigar Journal, it'd be 92, 93, yeah. that's, and that's high for me. That's a yeah, high number. He, he gives low numbers. He tends to go on the low side. For, good cigar. I've never given 100 in a Cigar Journal rating. This would probably be... 97 on a cigar journal rating. Not knowing what it is. Not knowing what it is. Yeah. So you're admitting to giving a three-point bump when you know what the brand is. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> just 100%. percent. Well, yeah, 3%. <laughs> the, 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 the whole presentation comes into play once you know what it is. Yeah. I don't think the presentation it should have be, anything to do with anything. It has to be part of it. It has to be part Why? of it. Why? Because it is. If it was important, Cigar Journal would send us a box of cigars every time we rate them. It's not important. Uh, All that matters is, is the tobacco well right, fermented? Let me ask you does something. it draw? You go to a restaurant. and the Presentation. Ways- we lost the meatball. All of us <laughs> lost the meatball challenge for presentation. That's how we lost. Which is wrong. It's wrong. This is why consumers don't rate cigars. Dave and I should have won that. Actually, we cost each other the victory because our meatballs were pretty much the same. And if you add it up, our votes together, we won. It's true. If you add our, I, I, I don't know how that comes into play, but if you add us <laughs> together, we did win. So you're saying that Barry Stein makes a meatball as good as your meatball? It was good. It, it was my second choice to mine. Okay. And Happy I think, birthday, Barry. And I think we lost because of presentation, and, I, and we were told by it anyway. But are you going to be a better person for All his birthday? No. His 50th wish. No. All I he remember didn't wish is for, you came in last place. So. He didn't wish for world peace. He wished for you to be a better person. <laughs> I think I'm a nice person. Just improve a little As it is. Yeah, we'll, your we'll, perception we'll, is way off. All right. We'll see how it plays out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Happy birthday, Barry. 50 more. Happy thank birthday, Stay buddy. healthy, I brother. God forbid 50 more, but thank you. But stay healthy, brother. Thank you. Okay, next week, Mr. Jonathan, Barry, without a paddle, Ed and I will be off to a podcast convention to learn how to make this even better, if it's possible. Is it even possible? We'll, we'll see. Uh, Barry's going to play the role of Barry and Mr. Jonathan uh, will play the role. No, you're going to play the role of Ed also. Yes. Mm-hmm. While playing Mr. Jonathan. Yes. And Jonathan finally gets his wish playing the role of you. It means he finally gets in your pants. All right. That's good. I'm not wearing <laughs> pants next week. <laughs> Folks, it's a train wreck and it'll be next week. So tune in. Till then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. You actually learned something this week. Thanks to Barry Stein. Do not put your testicles in salsa. It's bad. (laughs) And always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.